Then there's Tua. Tua. Did I do the ID yet? 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF, HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. My man. If I did. You knocked it out the ballpark. twice. We got it. And, you know, somebody's, that. somebody's happy. Uh, but uh, Tua. Save that for Bink. Tua also, you're kind of wondering, right? We kind of wondered about him from the beginning. Like, he was, I thought, a little too honest about. Uh, not sure if he wanted to be hit. Remember? Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, absolutely. He's been yeah. kind of, I've been kind of keeping an eye on him all season. Like, okay, is this, has he got the makeup for what you're looking for? Uh... I keep receipts. We all, we all have, have, have a way of how we do things, but like all the narratives about it, I am, yeah, sure. I am only good with Tyreek and I, that you're right. I am, that is the only time I'm at my best. Meltdown. Um, you're right. I'm only good when Jalen's in. I, I, I. <laughs> I could care less about it. No, you do like, care. Sure. Uh, if Jalen and those guys are not, like, I'm only as good as Raheem Mostert allows me to be. Like, that's, that's what the narrative needs to be, and we're able to win games, and we're able to go where we want to go as a team. I am the worst football player, if that's what you want. Like, I don't care. Oh, like, my I really God. Yeah, sounds like you do. Sounds actually. like you do care, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sounds like you're about crumbling. really yeah. worried about said narratives. I mean, me. that guy is messed up. <sighs> wow. Don't read the stuff, dude. Holy cow. Don't they're they're the two the seed stuff. right now, and this is the narrative that's out there on them. That two is no good. And we've all said that. I mean, narratives hardly change, right? But he did put up 30 points without Tyreek Hill. Now, it was against the Jets, so you really don't count all that Everybody much. Everybody can 15. say whatever they want, but he can't say he doesn't care about it. He clearly he cares. He clearly does because he yeah. says, starts off saying, I keep receipts. Yeah, you keep receipts, well, you then you say you care, don't care. Yeah. You're not keeping receipts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I love when people say they don't care what people. We all care what people say. It bothers all of us. We all react and harbor that negative stuff that people say about us. It's human nature. And so for him to say he doesn't care, sure you do care. You can't not care because you're doing a lot of good things. And the reason you care is because you're letting that noise in, right? You're listening to the outside noise. You're listening to whether it's the media or the fans or whoever the case may be. You're letting it bring you down. And you're not going to be able to take that next step if you're continually being brought down by that negative energy. you got to escape that. Like, And that's why I go back to Josh. If I was an agent or worked for an organization, I'd tell these guys, just stay off social media, man. There's no reason to go on there. It is a cesspool. Tweet out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry Do about what's read. coming. Yes. Do not what's coming in. Send it out. Right. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, I'm, let's keep an eye on the Dolphins. I'm not sure they're handling the success thing all that well. No, and they got Dallas this weekend, right, Good. in Miami. So I for can't them, believe we're rooting for the Cowboys, but we're rooting for the Cowboys. Well, no, we are. We're definitely rooting for the Dallas Cowboys. 325 on on Christmas Eve. It's the most expensive ticket in the NFL this weekend. 242 bucks to get in um, for that game where you can get into the, uh, the Jets-Washington game for $12. Jets versus Washington. Who's watching I, that? I wouldn't pay $12 for that. No. I wouldn't watch it for free. No, no. If you paid me $12, I'd be like, meh, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll find the $12 yeah. somewhere else. I'll, I'll go, you know. I'll yeah. give you 12 bucks to watch this game. The whole game? Yeah. <laughs> like, Any other game? Like, like I got to win now. Not like for $12. Kickoff? Yeah. Because like, You not... are a sorry sack if you're going no. to the Washington Jet thank game. You. No. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, we're going to talk to uh, Matt Contrero, the Royals skipper, coming up at, at 9 o'clock today. Obviously, the Royals have been uh, very, very active this offseason. They spent a bunch of money. They brought in a whole bunch of free agents. There's some kind of new juice surrounding things. It's great. Yeah. And it's funny because some of the reaction that I've heard since then, people are 
kind of excited. Sure. Maybe some of you are, are questioning and doubting it. But one of the things that keeps, like, bubbling the surface, which I, I do find funny, is, oh, yeah, how am I going to watch him? And we talked about the, the the television thing now for a season and a half or mm-hmm. whatever. And it is amazing to me that the number of people I encounter that just, when the Bally's thing went kind of haywire and you couldn't find them and whatever, that they just stopped. Right. Like they they dumped out. Mm-hmm. They listened to six ten. Thank you for their uh, for their baseball, but they never watched. And people are going, well, can I? Well, they uh, they got all this free agency stuff doing, but can I watch TV? Can I watch TV still? And I'm like, it might be the. It sounds like it's going to be the same for this upcoming season. You and I talked going into this off season that it was going to be the most important off season in Royals history, and they've knocked it out of the park. They have knocked it out of the park with free agent signings. Now the stadium stuff needs to get taken care of, hopefully soon. And now the TV thing needs to be taken care of. Because if you're putting together a team that people want to watch, but there's no way to watch, yeah. then what are we doing now, here? Now, there are ways to watch, but as it become right. more difficult. We know VPN yes. and all that nonsense. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying uh, that those Those, those are ways. legal. Uh, well, no, not, not they the way. They advertise my television. I know, but not the way some of the people are doing it. Okay. Yeah, you, I don't you care what they do with it. Crack the code and you do whatever. You can you can do those things. But uh, They're selling it, you weed in Missouri. You take it to Kansas. That's not getting, my problem. Getting it mainstream is an issue, right? Right. Uh, it sounds like that Bally's and the MLB are going to be working out some kind of agreement for 2024 mm-hmm. to keep the games on. But what the future has in store, I don't know. Uh, Eric Fisher of front office sports. Oh, he's found a nice job after football. Not that Eric Fisher, not that Eric Fisher. Uh, He covers uh, sports media and he says there could be a new player to buy the RSNs and it could be Amazon. This could potentially really ramp up what Amazon is doing domestically in sports. They've obviously got the NFL Thursday night rights, you know, some other small things on the margins here, but this would be another really big stake in the ground in terms of its U S sports operations. And just to hammer this out completely here is the assumption that if Amazon made this move, we would be seeing um, regional sports network broadcasts on Amazon the way we have Thursday night football. Correct. Correct. And um, but that's one of the interesting things, because, you know, again, using the Thursday night football example in the NFL, that's all sort of filtered through the prime video uh, platform. would this strictly be through Prime Video or some sort of other hybrid type of situation where it is and then still, you know, potentially available through a regional carrier, uh, you know, or, you know, through a regional distributor or some other situation? We don't know. There's a lot of uh, open questions on this. And again, the entire RSN business is sort of changing in real time. So he mentions they don't know if the traditional routes cable, et cetera, would buy the package from Amazon or if Amazon would go straight to the consumer like they have with football. I think they should go straight to the right? consumer. And, now. I don't, and I don't care if it's just streaming. Just get out of that Diamond Sports Group's hands. They have messed this thing up. Right. Now, I think this could be better than baseball doing it. Because if baseball does it, I still think there's questions as to, are we going to make any money? Mm-hmm. If Amazon does it, well, I know they're going to have to cut the team a check. Right. So I'd be all for that. Like, Cut the Royals a check. Are they going to cut? Is this Amazon thing going to be like, um, like like let's use Sunday Ticket, for example. You subscribe to Sunday Ticket. You get the opportunity to watch every game. Is Amazon going to be able to do that? 
is it just going to be the Bally's games? Are you going to be able to pay one fee, get all the games? But none of this works, in my opinion, unless Major League Baseball gets rid of the blackout rules. And until the blackout rules are gone, they could be playing in your backyard and you could be shooting it on an iPhone. But if nobody can watch that, it doesn't matter. So that's the number one thing. All this is is window dressing to me. All this is no, non- this is finances, though, too, Bob. No, I, mean, I, I understand the finances part, but if you're check. trying to get people to watch these games, right? Our teams right? Need, need the check. Right. No, I, I get And that. if MLB takes it over, I'm not sure they're getting a check. Well, they said they just... can keep them whole for a year or two or whatever the right. case may be. They, need, they right. need somebody to come pay for the party. Right. And I don't and know if, if Amazon's gonna get... willing to come pay for the party. That, no, but by, by all means. But if it's on streaming and it's still on, under MLB blackout rules, then people in Kansas City still can't. You and I were talking yesterday. Because no, like, if you if you do that, if Amazon worked out an agreement, they'd be able to carry the games. I mean, they're going to black it out in market. You, you don't think so? No, all you're these buying years. the RSN, which the RSN isn't blacked out in your local market. You're watching it on cable or whatever. This no, but one, if this like if you, if, that. but if you buy like MLB.com or whatever the case may be. Correct. You can't but stream not the this primary stuff. carrier. Okay. Amazon would be the primary carrier. They're buying these things. Okay. They'll show it in Kansas City. I, 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 would, sure. I, I would hope they would lift those blackouts so everybody can watch the games and, and, and get what they need. Now, right you, now. now they don't know. You could have to buy your your team or buy Amazon and get your team in your market. Yeah. They still have to iron those things out. But if someone's willing to cut a check and do this right, I'm all for it. Yeah, doing it a, right. This has been terrible. It's been awful. The, the, this Bally's thing has been a, a bleep show, man. It, it, it's been a bleep show. So I, I hope you're right. I hope Amazon does come in, takes care of it, writes a big check, and does it right. We can all sit down and just hit a button and watch our game again and not have to worry about yeah. subscribing to this, subscribing to that, blackout rules here, blackout rules there. Can I watch my game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And for those of you who say, oh, I don't subscribe to Amazon, but would you? You get all the other stuff, and you got baseball then too. Okay, yeah, let's probably talk. so. Yeah, but Amazon also may be dipping their toe in to try to do the whole the whole thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and it may be an extra fee like, on top of like that. Apple's done with MLS or right. whatever. If they're like, we're going to get into this market too, and we're going to carry all this. And there may be a good chance that if it does go to Amazon, you are paying like one eighty five for the year to get the games. That's just that's kind of the way it's yeah. going right now in but sports. But if you could do it and yeah, have ex- just and actually see the games, yeah, yeah. actually yeah. see the games, yeah. So. I'm glad that there are people excited that want to find out how to get it this year. Yeah, and I yeah. heard from that I that I have it years past because they're like I was out because I made the switch to YouTube TV last week. Didn't care or last year. Yeah, didn't, didn't care. care. Right. No, no, no MLB TV. No Royals. No Bally's. No nothing. Eh, didn't bother me one bit. Kind of excited right now. Mm-hmm. We will chat with uh, Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk uh, NFL and QBs and and Bob's shopping habits and more with Ben next. Hey, this is Willie Gay Jr. Wake up with Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, this is very appropriate because Nakatomi Plaza 
in California. Ah, that's Our right. Kyle's in the in the limo. But this is this. about Hollis Queens, which is like three thousand miles away from there. Yeah, but uh, this took place. All t- getting ready for back. the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is time for our weekly chat with uh, Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio, also located out near Nakatomi Plaza in L.A. And it's brought to you each and every week by The Landing in Liberty. Yeah, Ben, last uh, yesterday, I guess, not last, but yesterday at this time, I was telling the story about how I used my wife's coupon to buy her Christmas gift. Saved a ton of money doing it that way. Did did I, Ben, do the right thing when it comes to uh, using my wife's coupon for her gift? Yeah, uh, first of all, uh, happy holidays. Secondly, absolutely, you saved the family money. And that's what it's about. You're you're a frugal guy, but you looked out for the well-being of your family. And that money that you saved will trickle down to your children someday. So they should thank you as well. I mean, you, you went above and beyond the call of duty. You absolutely did. And I love a coupon. Too. I'm a coupon guy. And, and, and a, a coupon you didn't expect to get? That's like the greatest thing in the world when you don't think you're getting a discount and you get a discount, especially this time of the year. When when a lot of places don't give discounts until after Christmas, so you're set up. Yeah, I, I thought I cleaned up, and I thought I did the right thing. And so, every, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, my wife actually is like, "Yeah, I didn't expect anything different from you." So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. But I, I, I like my big problem is I, there's certain people that they they think the gift is lessened if you got a discount on it or something like that. I'm like, no, I I don't look at it that way. But there are people like that. Like, well, you didn't pay full price, you know, you got that on sale. I'm like, who cares? It doesn't matter how much you paid for it, right? I mean, if you're looking at price tags and receipts, if you're like uh, these NFL players checking receipts. That's on you. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Just include tags that have, uh, you know, suggest manufacturer suggested retail price right on the side. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we go to those uh, those discount stores. They have the, well, this is what it should be. It's not what it is, but it's what it should be. Let's leave that one on. That's the way to do it. Ben, I think we found out this week, uh, we all collectively, the collective we, we all wasted a ton of time with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron likes uh, his favorite topic is Aaron Rodgers. He loves he can't talk enough about Aaron Rodgers and give us the run around. And I love even after he pretty much announced, hey, I can't, I'm not playing, I'm not going to play. The Jets still went out and put him on the roster and got rid of a guy. I mean, the, the chutzpah uh, of Rodgers. But, hey, he's got a platform, right? He's on, you know, gets paid a million bucks to go on the radio every week. So, He's got to say something, right? He's, one way or another, he's going to speak. I don't think I've ever seen anybody that is just so narcissistic that like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, every week we're subjected to this kind of stuff. And I know we can avoid it, but it gets to be pretty hard to avoid some stuff like this. He led these guys along the entire time. And the Jets continue to buy into this. If, if I'm the Jets, I'm cleaning house after the year. I'm getting rid of the coaches and I'm getting rid of Aaron Rodgers as well because he's truly held this franchise back. Yeah, I have a, an interesting uh, addendum to that, add-on. Uh, so there was a guy that worked here that played for the Packers when Rodgers was there, and he said that Rodgers, he liked to, to give certain quotes, and then he'd go back and watch the reaction of the media. Like, he, he thought he, he got a kick out of it watching how they would react or overreact to something that he said. So I, I, I'm assuming he probably still does that, right? He might, it's even bigger now, right? The megaphone with the Jets that he says some outrageous thing and then everyone reacts to it. All of us, of course, go crazy because that's our job to go crazy about things that, that he does. So I, I, I think that's part of it. Although maybe it's possible that he's just, that's just the way he is. Like he just, that's how he's wired. I, although I don't know, man, how do you, 
How do you hang out with other people if you're wired that way? Who wants to be around someone like that? I don't. Ben Maller, Fox Sports Radio, of course, overnights right here on 610 Sports Radio. Ben, you've done a lot of work in uh, in, in Boston. Uh, you now are in L.A. Is that the uh, the move for, for Bill Belichick? Yeah, I don't think Bill would do well in L.A. He doesn't strike me as an L.A. He is a star, and people love stars in L.A. It's a town that certainly uh, spoils celebrities here, but I just his act would not play. It's not a big enough stage, the Chargers. Like it's just it just it doesn't seem like that that puzzle piece would fit. I think he's going to stay on the East Coast with Washington, or if the Giants were to get rid of their coach Brian Dable, I could see that. I, I just don't think I don't see him relocating his entire life to L.A. Although it would be from a football standpoint, you would assume if Belichick can still coach defense, which we think he can, and they can fix the Charger defense, they would win nine or 10 games like right away with Belichick. So, but that's not going to happen. The Chargers don't like to spend money either. They're, they're, they're looking for coupons like Bob. They're trying to get a discount. Ben Maller with us here on 610 Sports Radio. And of course, Harbaugh is the other name that gets thrown out there. If you're a Chiefs fan like we are here in Kansas City, what's better for, for Kansas City, for the AFC West, when it comes to still dominating? Is it having Bill Belichick out there or is it having Jim Harbaugh out there? So with the Chargers, uh, well, I think Jim Harbaugh would would be better because Harbaugh be there longer. Like Bill Belichick's a short term. It's like an Airbnb. You're not buying the place. You're going to stay there for a week or a couple weeks or whatever. Then you're going to you're going to move on. But like Jim Harbaugh, he knows what he's doing. He's good. He's he's proven in the NFL. He he also wears out his welcome. So I don't think he'd be there forever, but. Uh, you know, he'd be there for five or six years and have some success, but that would actually be better for the chiefs because people are going to dismiss this and say, well, it's much like the Patriots, right? That division stinks. No one's good in the division. But if you have a Jim Harbaugh on the division and you continue to dominate, that makes whatever success the chiefs have when they actually go out this offseason and get some real wide receivers, that'll, that'll make their, their success look better. Because they did compete against, uh, you know, a good opponent, a good coach, and a, a good team. Because right now, the AFC, the AFC West, I mean, Denver, I know Sean Payton's got a nice resume, but that's a bad team. And the Raiders are a mess for the most part, even though they scored 60 because they played the Chargers or whatever it was. So it's not a, not a good division. Good for the Chiefs, but not for anybody else. Will there be a, a mystery team or two that if Belichick is – uh, indeed available, kind of fires their coach out of nowhere thinking that's an upgrade. Well, A, do I believe there will be a mystery team report? Yes. B, do I believe there will actually be a mystery team? No, I don't. But my uh, my friends who do NFL gossip for a living have to have content every day. They are content creators, and so they will manipulate the story every single week. Over the last like two months, there's been a different angle to Bill Belichick. One week he's he he wants to coach the Commanders. Then it's like Belichick wants to stay with the Pages. No, maybe he wants to go to the Chargers. Now this week the latest one is they're going to trade him. They're going to trade him, but they want a bidding war and they're just like throwing stuff against the wall, seeing what will stick. But yeah, there will be a report saying that an NFL team is considering firing their coach if they can get Bill Belichick. And you know that's coming when the silly season happens after the Super Bowl. Probably even before the Super Bowl. We don't, we don't even need the Super Bowl. In that dead week before the Super Bowl, they'll throw that out.
Well, I mean, that that's a guarantee that the, the mystery team is going to uh, appear. We'll say it right now. There's a mystery team in, in the running for Bill Belichick. I'll report that right now because yeah. you know that's going to be something that is is going to happen. But I think, you know, with, with all the coaches, I mean, you know, Josh asked about a surprise fire. I mean, you mentioned Brian Dayball. I, I don't know that the Giants fire Brian Dayball. I think the pickings are going to be really slim for Bill Belichick. And I think that the Charger thing for him is probably the best one because that's the most ready-made team. And if he wants to rebuild his reputation, which is hot snot right now, he should go to L.A. and take over where they have a quarterback and a good defense. Well, you would think that, but. I'm still not completely 100% drinking the Kool-Aid on Herbert. Uh, I'm not like, you know, he's got good stats, but I've seen a lot of guys. We've all watched a lot of football guys that have good stats, but they're not winning stats. Like this season, he had the ball Herbert early in the year before the Chargers season went completely upside down. There were three games where he had the ball fourth quarter or overtime or both a chance to win the game. And he didn't make plays. And, and so, I mean, it's like it's a small sample size, but I just I'm there's something there missing, and I don't think it's all because they had the the village idiot coaching him, which is the easy way out. So I I need to see more. I'm not I'm not as gaga like Chris Collinsworth who cuddles him every time the Chargers are on Sunday Night Football. I'm not at that level. So what you're saying is he's a Chargers quarterback. Yes, your standard garden <laughs> variety, uh, good stats, but not necessarily when it matters at the end of games. Like uh, like the last 25 years of the Chargers, pretty much. Ben Maller, the Chiefs win this weekend. They win their eighth consecutive AFC West Championship, 11 straight winning seasons, two Super Bowl wins. You know where I'm going with this. Is it okay to say dynasty yet, or do they need one more? Uh, yeah, so I, I, I called them a modern dynasty. So I say by the modern standard, the chiefs are a dynasty, but that's not going to fly with like the old curmudgeons. They're going to be like, no, they got to win. They got to keep winning. They got to win another one. And they got to get back to the AFC title game at the bare minimum. Even this year, like they don't get to the Super Bowl, They have to get to the AFC title game. But by the modern definition of what a dynasty is, being in the AFC title game this many years, winning a couple of Super Bowls, that to me is the modern dynasty of professional sports. But by the old standard, it is not. So if you want to go by the old standard, they got to win another one. Ben, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the holiday break. Enjoy the uh, final couple weeks of the NFL season. We'll talk to you after the new year. You guys, uh, thank It's been a great year. Thanks to everyone for listening and eating chicken fingers and all that good stuff at the at the landing and uh, we'll we'll do it again in 2024 thanks guys that's ben maller of fox sports radio with us here on 610 sports radio agreeing the coupon was the right move we'll ask mac quattraro that the same question a little bit later on brought to you by the uh, landing in liberty voice of the cheese mitch holtis will drop by next Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour. Every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 21 
21-14 Chiefs. Oh, Delay yes. pattern wide open, Gonzalez. 15-10, lowers the shoulder, leaps into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. What a day for Kansas City's brilliant tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He's the pride of Smith Center, Kansas. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Dayton Hughes from Marcus Allen. He's a member of the Kansas Association of Broadcasters and Missouri Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame. Holmes off tackle left. It's a block at the 10. Breaks a tackle. Angus left near from pylon. Touchdown, Kansas City. He's a four-time Emmy winner. Holmes in the pocket. Floats a pass near side. Kelsey over the shoulder. He's got the catch. He's got the touchdown. Kansas City. And he loves him some pooches. Picked up by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh round pick. 10-5. Jalen Watson. Entering his 30th year as the voice of the Chiefs. For the second time in four seasons, the Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. It's Mitch Holtis on Fesco in the morning. Mitch's appearances are brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. Okay, let's have some fun on this report. Besides, it's the holidays. I have convinced Lily Holtis, my granddaughter, to help me on this report. Okay, I'm biased, but she's awesome. Grandpa, don't take it for granted. What, Lily? Winning the AFC West. Don't take it for granted. Oh, I get it. If the Chiefs win on Christmas Day, they will have won the AFC West for eight consecutive seasons. That's second in NFL history, only to the Patriots winning the AFC East for 11 straight seasons from 2009 to 2019. That's right, Grandpa, but there's more. Let me explain. The Broncos have won the AFC West 15 times. The Chargers have won the AFC West 15 times. And the Raiders have won the AFC West 15 times. And if the Chiefs win Monday on Christmas Day, they will have won the West 16 times. 16 times, Lily. That's an awesome nugget. So this Raiders game on Christmas Day and winning the AFC West in 2023 is a bigger deal than most fans think. Grandpa, don't take it for granted. I got it, Lily. I also don't want to take Christmas and the holidays for granted either. So, Chiefs Kingdom, from Mitch and Lily, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Okay, I love that. That's great. We need more Lily, less Mitch. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> it was fantastic, man, right? How fun uh, is that? She's awesome, man. She's awesome. Her and Cora, the dynamic duo, uh, the, the Kingdom sisters, uh, they're fantastic, but so proud of her. I know I sound like proud grandpa here, but um, in she's a performer. She's in the orchestra. She's a mean tennis player. She's awesome. Yeah. But to have that and to give that message, I thought was important because from a historical standpoint, this game on Christmas Day is a bigger deal than maybe we want to give it. Uh, well, we just need to give it plenty of attention to what it means. Well, it, it, it's huge. And, you know, we were talking about it earlier about, you know, winning this eighth, you know, consecutive division championship and dynasty and all that we can get into. But what it does is that in, in 2016, when this whole thing started, the Chiefs are way behind in division championships. Everybody had 15 except them. They have eight. And on Monday afternoon, they could have 16 and have surpassed every other team in the AFC West. And that, to me, is the most remarkable thing about winning this division this year anyway. Absolutely. And in 2002, when the Houston Texans came into existence, 
That made 32 teams. The league was going to then make eight divisions of four. Well, what are those divisions going to look like? And Lamar Hunt was adamant to try to keep the old American Football League together as much as possible. That's why the AFC East is original AFL teams. I guess Miami was an expansion team in the AFL. But for the Chiefs and their division, the Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, were all original American Football League teams. So there's history that dates back to 1960. But to me, isn't it crazy that the Chargers have won 15, the Raiders have won 15, the Broncos have won 15, and if we win Monday, it's 16. But you're right. The perspective here is that at one time, it was 15, 15, 15, 8. 8. And we got a chance to eclipse that on Monday on Christmas Day. Uh, Lily, Lily just texted the show, guys. Oh. And she said, uh, yeah. Grandpa, don't forget I need that T-shirt as payment for my services. Uh, we all, they all have a price tag. So, yeah, make sure the AFC West T-shirt does get to Lily. Please. That's right. Not you this year, Mitch. Yeah. It's hers. Yeah, yeah. yeah she'll get it. Uh, and it's, it's the age of NIL. So, you know, the mission trail, mission trail, Timberwolf, uh, <laughs> yeah, division t-shirt along with her own endorsement of like Silverstein eye centers. Is she, is she at mission trail? I was over there last week watching some basketball games. Some kid hit a half court shot in the seventh grade girls game to win it. Wow. It was yeah, insane. No. Timberwolf all the way. Yeah. Right. That's the Olathe schools are, are really good and they've got, I think 10 or 11, we were trying to figure this out the other day, junior highs. Uh, but just there's there's tradition in all the Olathe schools, all the way back to Olathe High. Mm-hmm. And a tip of the cap to all the old Olathe High graduates, including the best ref in Kansas, who a lot of uh, a lot of you guys might have met at Smith Center during the fundraiser. But, uh, yeah, no, Olathe's got a great tradition in all activities, not just athletics. Talking with Mitch Holthus here on 610 Sports Radio. And so the division championship this year, too, Mitch, with all the noise that's been going on with the wide receivers and and, and whatnot this year, and it's not looking like it's looked over the last six years, at the end of the day on Monday, they're most likely going to be division championships for the eighth consecutive year. Does this one hold a little bit more sweeter of a taste than maybe the last few because it seems like it's been a little bit harder this year or different this year? Nailed it. Yes, it does. And yes, it has. And we don't have parades for division championships, so everybody can kind of calm down on the tweet and go, hey, we we don't worry about that. No, you've got to do this first. Every one of those teams that got to the Super Bowls over this span since Patrick became the QB1 all won the division. You've got to check this box first. But to do it the way they've done it, plus you guys, to be challenged with playing on all dates, all times, moved around, front, back, and this span that we're in now where teams will have 19 extra days to prepare for us, where teams like the the Raiders will have 11 days to prepare uh, for this Chiefs game. And the Packers had 10, two weeks for the Bills and 10 for the Patriots. And next week, Cincinnati will have, I think, two extra days to get ready for us. Mm-hmm. This hasn't happened in 35 years. So to continue to kind of wind and grind and figure this out and win the division this year, it is a big deal. And with all the drops and all the discussion, I still think Patrick Mahomes right now is number one in the NFL on completions. I mean, so he would, without the drops, he'd be closing in on another 5,000-yard season. But it's a figuring out a way to win, and this team, for the most part, has done it and has to do it again on Monday. 
Bob had mentioned the uh, the wide receiver room and, and a lot of noise around that, but don't let it overshadow what Rashi Rice is doing. Uh, a, a rookie who's blasting through all the Chiefs rookie records and looking uh, every bit the part. Kling, here's some perspective on what Rashi Rice has been able to do, <clears throat> excuse me, the last four games. In the last four games, a Chiefs receiver, Rice, is second in the league with 32 catches. Only Michael Pittman has 33, one more catch than Rice, any receiver in the NFL. In the four games, he's fourth in the league with 334 yards and fifth in the league with his three touchdowns. He's got four consecutive games, Rashi Rice here, with seven-plus receptions. He's only the fourth rookie since 1970 to have four consecutive games with four-plus receptions, and only two in that span. We're talking, what, 50 years or plus. Only two guys have longer streaks. Amon Ross St. Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. with six games. So that puts in perspective what the Chiefs rookie number four has been able to do in the last four weeks. It's amazing how much time folks spend on social media criticizing Tony and Sky more, and I get all that, but sometimes we forget what's really going on, and it's so much harder, I think, for fans to give Brett Veach credit for Rashi Rice. It's so much easier to blame for what they didn't do instead of looking at going, we got Rashi Rice in the second round, and he's emerging to be a legit NFL wide receiver. I, I, I've never really, I guess, grasped and understood why we feed so much off of the negative instead of looking at the positive and saying, God, Rashi Rice is turning into a player. I mean, some of it's human nature. Some of it is the intensity of fans wanting to win. Some of it is fans are spoiled with this run that we've been in. Really now to have another winning season for 11 consecutive years. I know. That's fifth in NFL history. So, and then let's be honest, some of it's trolls. People, they want to get everybody fired up. So I'm just going to go in there and, you know, start a fire and then leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, That, that had, that's part of all of this, but still you're right. Uh, the one who complains without going, well, okay, but I'm going to look at this as well to try to give them a balanced viewpoint kind of leaves the magnet leading toward the troll more than the, maybe the serious fan. Talking with Mitch Holtis here on 610 Sports Radio, and, and Patrick is going to continue his dominance over the Raiders. I mean, like he's owned this team. He might as well be Mark Davis. Oh, God. Well, you think about it from a historical standpoint, again, the numbers are eye-popping. He's 10-1 and one against the Raiders. That's the best by any quarterback against any single opponent with, I think, a minimum of six games in NFL history. And for sure the most against the uh, Raiders, obviously. But the other mark here that it could be in jeopardy because the Raiders are playing good defense, Patrick has put 28-plus points on the Raiders in 11 straight games. That's never happened in the history of the league by any quarterback against any team. And so uh, even the Dayton Triangles couldn't pull that off. And but the, the point here is, is, is also that's going to be a challenge because one thing the Raiders are doing with Antonio Pierce is playing great defense. And so uh, the Chiefs, again, will have to try to figure it out if they want to keep that streak alive of getting 28 or more points in consecutive games against the Raiders. Defensively, this team just, I mean, they push so many right buttons this year, and it seems like every guy's kind of contagious and feeding off one another and somebody steps up in somebody's absence and what have you uh, getting that full group of linebackers. I love having tranquil back to go along with now Nick Bolton and the full complement of what they can mix and match at that level of the defense. I thought it was the key thing of the new England game. Tranquil and Bolton had only been active 
in the same game for four weeks. I think we lose sight of that. We're weeks one, two, four, and six. So to put Tranquil in a room where Willie Gay Jr. can make explosive plays with his interception, Leo Chanel's having an awesome year. He's just kind of doing it very quietly. But Tranquil and Bolton together on the field at the same time, in some instances, this allows Steve Spagnuolo to be the chemist and to put all of his mixtures together. But those four sacks the Chiefs had against New England, Tranquil had one, and you saw it when you're down on the sideline. He came like a missile. It was so fast that Zappi had no chance. And then the last sack was actually Nick and Tranquil on the field at the same time. We like to think how one takes the place of the other. Not necessarily. And of those four linebackers I mentioned, uh, the uh, Spags can mix and match with them just like he does with the DBs. And that makes it really challenging for the opposing quarterback because they have no idea what's coming. They only got O'Connell sacked him one time, and it was Karloftis in the game on November the 26th. And I loved it. That's when I said it was boiler up, boiler down, because Purdue sacked Purdue. It was awesome. That's great. Uh, I know it was great. But they need to pressure O'Connell more in this game, but they've got that ability because they got a full linebacker room. Well, we got a big one for a number of reasons, and and to kind of bring this thing full circle, I was for a while there. All right, it's not about the division; it's about the Super Bowl. But seeing how close the Chiefs are to setting NFL records and knocking the Patriots off, let's keep this division yeah, train going, man. Yeah, I, I want twelve straight division titles. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you can see that record, Mitch, and you're like, all right, let's go do this, right? That's it, and and I'm so fired up for this game because of that. Now, Tuesday morning. We'll zero in on the next thing, which would be getting a one seed. Yep. But you can't get the one seed unless you win this game. And if you win this game, you do something that Lamar Hunt would have been incredibly proud of, and that is getting ahead of a division that he wanted to keep together to keep six decades plus of history. But you're going to pass the Broncos, Raiders, and Chargers, where at one time that seemed like a, even a distant dream. No doubt. So let's all get this done. On Tuesday, it'll actually be a we're on to Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. So it'll be a on to Cincinnati, but for now, do it for Lily. Do it for Lily. Mitch, have a wonderful yep. Christmas. I hope you get to spend all day with your family and you don't have to work. <laughs> well, that won't happen, but we're going to spend some time with them, and we'll have to, we'll have Lily and Cora. Cora's our little bobcat. I mean, she's Ohio U. She's fired up. Ohio U won ten games and won their bowl, and she's she's our feisty bobcat. But they're they're. Uh, Awesome, man, and the Lord's blessed me with those two. No doubt, But man. thanks for letting Lily be a part of the show this Always. Morning. Anytime she wants to uh, to record a message and have something did with you, you feel free. Did you meet her last year? I don't have know that I did. You? I don't think that I did. I don't okay, think that gonna, I did. I'd say depending you on her feet. You're playing her in pickleball, That's, Bob. Yeah, all right. I'll play her in pickleball this year. She she could beat me and Trey. <laughs> she destroyed her grandma and me, her and her sister. I mean, it's not even close. Yeah. Like, it was a blowout. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I smashed that shot and, like, blooded your nose. I'm like, no, don't say you're sorry. But she's like, okay, I'll do it again. Do it again. So, yeah, that's her. Yeah, it's right. fun. Looking forward to it, Mitch. Let's do it, boys. Mitch Take care of business. Of the Chiefs, again, depending on Lily's fee. I mean, we all have budgets. Yes, that's true. Uh, we're not yeah. in a, we, we don't have NIL. No, Mitch does, though. He's going to get her a T-shirt. <laughs> that's true. Get her, get her a T-shirt. Start, start there. Uh, Mitch's appearance is brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. Noon kickoff on Monday. That means a 9 o'clock pregame start on 106.5 The Wolf and right here on 610 Sports Radio and the game on The Wolf. Mitch, Dana, and myself, Dan Israel, and all the crew. Uh, 9 o'clock on 
Monday. Are you going to be there to see your kids open the dirty socks and stuff that they've left around the oh, house? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, no, they're not up. Never mind. <laughs> There's school, no school. School's out. Sorry, school's out. Yeah, Finals yeah, were over yeah, yesterday, and yeah, yeah. school's yeah, they're not Sleep they till 11. They don't know what's coming. They, they'll know about 10 o'clock. This is a call for food, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You door yes. dashing something? Hey, getting some lunch? I told you, home? I was home for two freaking hours yesterday. And, no, and nobody acknowledged you? Yeah, I know. They texted my wife and said, is dad yeah. home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the ones where it's like just in the house and up to the room. Like, hello? Hi. I think I heard the door open. Can somebody acknowledge it? It's not an intruder or anything? Nope. Climate's going on everywhere. Only the dogs want to see me. Only the dog wants and to see only, you. Only That's dog really, wants really, to see really, me. really yeah. what it is. I doubt you've ever gotten a Christmas gift like this from a buddy. We'll get to that next.